Greetings, troubled listeners. Welcome back to the Troubled Men Podcast. I am Renee Coman sitting Renee Coman sitting in the ring room. Who are you? I am Renee Coman okay. sitting in the ring room with my co-host, the original Troubled Man for Troubled Times and future mayor of New Orleans, Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Welcome back, Manny. Hey, I'm kind of slouching in the ring room right are now. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> I've been lit up for like four days now. Oh, yeah? So What's gonna, the occasion? Uh, I don't know. Just, yeah. <laughs> just, there, just doesn't need that. Does it have to be an occasion? No, 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 no. I, you know, so I've been lit up, so I'm going to be brutally honest tonight. Okay. So watch for, out. For a change? Yeah, for a change. <laughs> brutally honest. The brutality yeah. will be evident. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. So watch out. Okay. All right, everybody be on uh, your, yeah. mind your P's and Q's. Yeah. Um, what's well, you know, happening with you? Well, you know, I, I noticed uh, the, the Hard Rock Cafe is getting a little threatening, or Hard Rock Hotel. Apparently, they, oh, it's they, been threatening for well, quite a long well, time. Yeah, threatening to fall on us. But uh, no, it's now they, they sent, uh, they're threatening to sue the city and the mayor. For damaging their brand. <laughs> oh God, really? <laughs> yeah. You know, we're giving them, we're making them look bad, you know, by talking about this collapse, this hotel that killed a couple of people. You know, this is coming to be now. <laughs> what? Remember back in, in the very first, uh, back in uh, the Iran hostage, Iran, Iraq. What was it? Iraq hostage. They yeah. were uh, Iran in, hostage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Arms for hostages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every night on Nightline with Ted Koppel was. Day sixty seven. Oh, oh, the, oh, the hostage. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. When they were holding them. Yeah, yeah when they're holding. Right. Day sixty seven. Mm-hmm. America held hostage. Right. This is what this is becoming now. We should, you know, we were talking about it so much. Right. That it's uh, now it's day ninety two. Right. Yeah, we should start you know. marking them off on the calendar. Yeah, exactly. How day ninety two. Is... You know, and we should do nightly reports on this. You know, nothing happened today. Yeah. yeah. We go to Ted Koppel. Well, Manny, nothing happened today. You know that kind of still stuff. no activity, still no progress. Well, it's 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 funny. It's still funny in it's, many it's, ways. It's absurd. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, fucking uh, the ridiculous. parades are going to start rolling tomorrow night, and and they're going around them. They're going. They're, they're going, going around, a block around. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're putting a tarp, a bigger tarp. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> it's like a tarp as big as a football field and stuff like that. You know, uh, it's just an, cover it up. Maybe nobody, yeah. people will forget it's there. So now the owners are blaming the city. Well, yeah, yeah, the owners are, are threatening to sue the city and the mayor for, for talking about it and, and for, for giving, talking about yeah, it? Yeah, giving, making the Hard Rock <laughs> brand look bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Okay, it's, all they right. got a lot of nerve. The Hard Rock brand. I've been to the Hard Rock in Vegas and the Hard Rock in L.A., and they both have the same Eddie Van Halen guitar. Uh-huh. So, come on, give <laughs> yeah. me a break. Whose brand is bad there? Yeah, yeah. Could, could, yeah. could their brand get worse than, exactly. than what they've already created? I know. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. They got a lot of <laughs> Whatever. Nerve. You know, go ahead, Sue. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. Yeah, well, like, get in line. If you, if you get a judgment against New Orleans, get in line. There's people waiting from the 60s that have judgments <laughs> against yeah, yeah. the city of New Orleans. They're right. like, oh, okay, we owe you. We're, we're just going to owe it well, to you like forever. Our, well, like the fire department for years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. The yeah, streets department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're like, yeah, yeah well, you know, yeah. go ahead and get a judgment against us. Go see, ahead. See yeah. how, uh, Find a judge who will rule for you. Well, yeah. yeah, a judge will, but they, they can't compel them to pay. You know, right. they, just, they just get in line. Well, what's, you can't fight City Hall. Okay. But you have. And I have. And my, I won. My and son, you won. My, I won, and my son just went and won. Oh, now, really? Yeah, yeah. So he got a ticket for parking his car facing the wrong way in front of his apartment. Okay. You, know, you got to park on the right-hand side facing right. that way. So he didn't. He didn't. I don't know. Somehow he didn't even understand that, that that was a thing. So so he got a ticket in the middle of a residential neighborhood. It's pretty crazy. Okay. So but the the person wrote on the ticket an address that's really on a different street, kind of around the corner. Ah. 
So, you know, he was on Short Street, and it was like 7800 Short Street or something, which doesn't exist. So he went in there and said, it doesn't exist. And they said, can you prove that? And he said, go on Google. (laughs) And now they could have said, no, we don't go online. But the person did, and they said, oh, you're right. And they dismissed it. And it's just like the city attorney, same thing with us, with using the uh, cassette recorder. Right, yeah. Put the cassette recorder on. You have to to, uh, swear. Swear on a cassette tape. You know, (laughs) God, this city's, you know, it's like, come on. (laughs) Cassette tapes? (laughs) Where do you even buy? Them anymore. Exactly. <laughs> or, or what happens when the tape player br- tape recorder? I guess you could still buy a tape recorder. The city knows where they yeah, are. Yeah. I guess <laughs> they got a line on. Maybe them. like you know, forty years ago they got a deal. Right. And they're like, <laughs> there's like a closet full of these cassette recorders sure. and tapes. We've got to do use them for something. Right. You know? Right. We're yeah. going to stick with these until until yeah. they until they wear out. Yeah. Exactly. It, it's 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 insanity. You know why I feel. You lit up because it's getting closer and closer to the parades and all that, mm-hmm. and things are just getting crazy. You you're know, getting carnival can, fever. Car- are you? Well, I don't have the fever. I have a cough, basically, right, okay. a, carnival, a carnival cough, <laughs> some, some carnival congestion. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I I have a little bit of a runny nose. Okay. You know? <laughs> but um, you just feel it getting closer and closer and closer. In fact, I don't know if I said this. You know, my niece was supposed to come visit. She, she, she texted me, like, right after Christmas. She said, hey, uncle, I'm coming. She's from Los Angeles. I'm coming down uh, for the weekend of the 15th through, like, the 20th or something. Mm-hmm. I, I wrote her back because she's, you know, she's, like, 30 years old. Uh-huh. She's, you know, she's a gorgeous girl, gorgeous mm-hmm. girl. And I go, y- you do realize it's Mardi Gras. And she's like, I thought that wasn't until February 25th. <laughs> I said... No, 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 <laughs> it's, no, no. It's more no. than that. It's, it's a lot more than that. The parades are already rolling, baby. <laughs> right, really, right. It's already started and stuff like that. She goes, well, I guess I'll have a good time. I said, well, yeah, you will. But then the poor girl, she can't make it because oh. uh, she just got a promotion at her new job. Uh, oh, I'm sorry she to didn't hear that. Wanna, she didn't, yeah, yeah, she didn't want <laughs> to have to. Terrible news. She didn't want to yeah. ruin her life. Yeah, she didn't want to ruin her raise and maybe, you know. Sure, uh, sure. You know, having to move out of the valley. Right, right. She could right. find a decent place in West L.A. Right. Well, um, you, know, you know, she's probably doing the prudent thing. You yeah, know? you know. I said, uh, wasn't, wasn't quite ready uh, for Mardi yeah. Gras. Maybe next year she'll have something to look yeah. forward to. No, I don't think she'll ever no. be ready. <laughs> okay. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, what's been going on with you? Um, uh, you know, just... just getting ready for a, a, a bunch of stuff you know i have to play at, at family gras tomorrow out in metairie they have that uh concert series you know there they oh right the, the yeah. neutral ground there and middle of veterans expressway I'm, I'm backing up a bunch of new orleans legends and uh it's it's been a little bit freaky trying to arrange all the ernie cato you back in ernie uh, no cato, i wish huh? i were uh, no he i wish i was ernie cato is no longer with dr. us dr john dr john again <laughs> not on the bill okay. we're doing a tribute to dr john okay. john grow is doing we're doing oh, three two dr john songs okay uh, but irma thomas still in top form uh-huh. and uh backing her up that'll be a thrill never never played with her before but uh man uh, I, I, I played with her once. Okay, uh, a different like kind tennis. Of play. Okay, no, no. Um, handball. Yeah. Uh, yeah, handball. Anyway, exactly. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, she's. I saw her last year at uh, at French Quarter Fest. She sounds better than ever. T- terrific, amazing, man. So I'm excited about that. But it's been a little bit. Uh, freaky getting the, the music together because you're not sure you know what versions of what tunes you're doing there's no charts and then i make all my own charts and then two days before charts start streaming in and 
and I'm trying to uh, anyway, it's it's it'll be a, it'll be an exciting thing. I'll be on on uh, on pins and needles, but uh, so that's happening tomorrow. And it, just now it got very cold, so I'm I'll be facing you know playing outside in uh, 47 degree weather, eight blocks from the lake, you know, with a stiff breeze coming off the lake. So that'll that should be interesting. You know, I saw another thing on the, on the news tonight. It was, uh, you know, this recurring controversy about the airplane seats. And our guest just made, did a, cross, a, a, a trans-oceanic flight. Uh, so you can weigh in on this as well. So the people moving the airlines, bending, uh, reclining them, and then yeah. other people getting pissed off. And started. I saw there was a, a videotape of someone punching the back of a woman's. Yes, uh, I've seen this. Saw that yeah. like yeah. Uh, repeatedly because she yeah. had reclined. Yeah. Now, do you have an opinion about the reclining seat? Because I well, do. Well, the thing I do have an opinion about it. Uh, I don't. I don't really care. I mean, yeah. I, I don't. Care I think you so, should be able to recline your yeah, seat. You know, you don't be, be an asshole. But, don't 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 start punching somebody's seat. You know. But I do think also that you know I've been flying since the early '80s and. I never had a problem with it. I never really had any problem with someone recli- or me reclining on right, somebody. Right, I know. But it just seems like now in the last four or five years, people have a problem with their space. Yeah. You know? They're <laughs> getting way too precious yeah, about it. <laughs> you know? But also, I did see that footage, and that guy had the very last seat in the very last row. So his seat doesn't recline. His seat doesn't recline. Uh-huh. So you got to you know, feel for him. And he also looked like he was really tall. Yeah. He looked like he was a good six feet or six feet one or two. Yeah. Well, so yeah, if you're really tall, you know, it's got to be tough. But you know? if you realize that at the beginning of the flight, you say, hey, someone want to trade with me? You know, look at me. I'm, right, right. I, I'm sure. You know, yeah. I'm a, I'm Find the, someone small. Yeah. The, Is there a kid who wants to trade with me? I'll yeah. buy him a there happy meal. There you go, Manny. Yeah. There you go. You know. But, uh, Communication, that's what you're saying. That's, that's the right. key to, to you know, working flying, out in life. Flying in today's age is rough. It's, it's rough for many right. people. I don't fly as much as the... A lot of people fly a lot for their job. Sure. You know, they fly a lot. I, don't fly, I fly maybe three times a year. Right. Maybe three times a right. year. And usually, you know, it's like, like uh, me and my wife are watching it, and she says, well, I would complain because he's knocking my drink. Oh, yeah, no, he, a, he, seemed, yeah, he, he seemed like a jerk to yeah, me. You know? he's knocking my drink. You know? <laughs> he's spilling this all over me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How am I supposed to drink this? But, you know, what are you going to do? It happens. I had a flight right. once from New Orleans to L.A., uh, God, 15, 16 years ago, when I went back to L.A. to get some of my personal belongings because I realized I was going to be here for a while. Mm-hmm. And Personal I a, effects. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, body parts, you know, that <laughs> sure. kind of stuff. I had to move them. You know? Right, right, right. Prosthetics. You know, I had to burn houses down and stuff like <laughs> oh, that. I hear you, man. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do what no. you got to do. But I had an incident once where I had a, a seat from New Orleans to L.A., and it was in the middle the middle aisle, and there was three seats, and there was this elder. Well, they were seniors. And I wasn't a senior then. And, you know, everyone has their mag- their pouch in front of them. right. And you have your magazine, your in-flight information, and your uh, barf bag. Barf bag, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Well, there was nothing in front of my... There was nothing in front of my... Uh-huh. And I realized that every, all of my stuff was to the left of in me. In your neighbor's In pocket. my neighbor's. Okay. He had two copies of the in-flight magazine. Uh-huh. He had two barf... He had, so someone at the flight before had moved all that stuff. Uh-huh. And um, 
I went, you know, before the flight, I went and started, and he screams at me. He goes, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I said, well, I tried to explain to him. He's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And his wife to the left of him was going, going, he was saying, she was saying something like, Harold, your heart, your heart, be careful, your heart. Oh, Jesus. You know? And then the stewardess comes up, and I'm trying to explain to her what's going she on. She thought it was your fault. You were well, the bad yeah, guy. Going, Look at my pouch. You know, there's that pouch. My pouch is empty. Yeah, my pouch is empty. <laughs> I want something in my pouch, you know, <laughs> you know that kind. Of, and she was trying to, but this old guy wouldn't let it go. Yeah. He wouldn't let <laughs> he it go. Riled him up. He riled him up. So, fortunately for me, I got bumped up. I got to first class. Oh, nice. She, so the stewardess took pity on yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Young man, you don't want to be next to this old guy yeah. for a four-hour flight. But the know? question I wanted to know is, I thought you were going to say that the stewardess was like, but why are your hands in his pockets? You know? <laughs> no, it's the pouch. It's, the, oh, it's yeah. like going, yes. Yeah, oh, no. Keep out of his no. pockets. Yeah. Good point. You know, and I, you know, I, at the end of the flight, we got off the plane, we were staring at each other during the bag of claims. Yeah, he was like mad dogging you. Yeah. <laughs> Giving you and a mean look. really crazy thing about this story. Well, it's, is that I get to my mom's house because I'm staying at my mom's house and apparently I didn't know this but for like three months there was this west side rapist in mm. LA mm. in my mom's neighborhood oh wow because my mom we live near the uh, UCLA University so a lot of uh, 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 student living is uh-huh. out, off, off campus and, you know a couple of miles sure, away sure sure so this guy was praying oh, on uh, uh, students co-eds yeah, co-eds yeah, yeah. and stuff you know. and apparently there was a an apartment, a couple of houses to the left and behind my mom's house. And I was still smoking then. Uh-huh. And Crack. I went out, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> tobacco, okay. marijuana, okay. chiva, okay. free base. Okay. <laughs> yes, I was still smoking. Okay, right. Okay. Got you. But I went outside to do it Uh huh. because my mom didn't want any of it in her house. Sure. So I'm smoking in front of my house, and all of a sudden, there's LAPD black and whites. I hear them all over the neighborhood. Five in front, on my block, five I could tell on, on the a block beyond. And this West Side rapist was caught trying to break into a car, and they busted him. And I see them pulling this guy out. You know, this is a young guy, he was probably in his 20s, mm-hmm. and they realized that this was the guy. Mm, he was wow. the guy. So the so. The, Eight hours later, there's camera crews all over. Okay. I'm out smoking again. Uh-huh. Univision or Telemundo comes up to interview me. Uh-huh. And they ask me, they only shoot my feet. They don't, sh- <laughs> and they shoot my cigarette. Uh-huh. They, <laughs> they shoot my feet. So, I, so I'm thinking to myself, and then I did another interview where they actually shot my face. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking to myself, this would be so hilarious. If Harold, the guy I sat next to on the plane, saw me on the news, <laughs> that's that motherfucker. <laughs> has hands in my pocket the whole time. My hands in my pouch. <laughs> crazy, anyway, crazy. yeah. Anyway, one thing I want to get to before I guess. Okay. I got a lot of stuff. Sure, what, do, you, do you have anything to talk no, about? No, 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 no. I'm is anxious that, to get to our uh, guest because yeah, it's, it's, it's um, only going to be here a short time. Our friend uh, uh, Wadzilla, Ian Wadley, yes, yes Ian has Wadley. decided to break apart with his 
uh, co-host. Oh. I saw that. Tragic, yeah. tragic. Yeah, uh, the, 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 the rock and, and, uh, and metal combat podcast. Yeah, rock metal so, combat podcast. Ian Wadley and his, uh, his partner, Ralph, uh, have decided to call it quits after over 400 shows. Dr. Fuck. Yeah, Dr. Fuck. <laughs> and apparently, Ian, I haven't spoken to him, but I saw one, a couple of his posts that he said it was just time the spit couldn't keep up with the mick or couldn't stand the mick anymore yeah it's and tough man so i don't know if um it was a bad falling out or whatever or they just decided to call it quits ian ian is into the dramatic a little bit he yeah. might have you know fabricated a little bit of the story well i saw that he's going to continue the podcast on well as or, another name as yeah another yeah but he's going to keep because the the community uh you know i'm i'm a member of the of the of that community and and the the, the community was heartbroken never really, a good idea to be a member of a community well never anyway a good idea. <laughs> it's, it's too late yeah. as soon as as soon as he was a guest on the show he invited me and i accepted so right i've, I've yeah. been and and you know he's he's a, a bit of an idol of ours or you know we look to him as as someone who who is, was doing it before us and doing it in a, in a, a very cool way and so you know I, was, I, I i tried to pick up some things from him um, so yeah, the, the community's heartbroken, and uh, you know they're they're really, you know, reaching out, and, and you know a lot of people are saying, please guys, bury the hatchet, figure this out, and uh, you know we'll see what happens. But uh, I guess Ian is is currently planning on continuing to podcast in some form or fashion. So that's right. good news. Good yeah. news for the uh, yeah. the rock and, and yeah. metal. As long community. as he doesn't, you know. You know, choke on his vomit while sleeping. That's that's all thing. Yeah, yeah. He's got to got to keep that CPAP <laughs> mask yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Keep, keep that thing. I bought clean. him a pillow for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. One of those. Remember those seventies like love. You know those big things that you could prop up and they had little arms. And oh stuff yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they call them. Yeah, I, I know. What, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's they kind of a wedge or something. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, yeah where yeah. you could. Yes, they didn't have the adjustable beds like we have. Right, now right. Yeah, I remember it's, yeah. it's an upholstered thing. And right. Yeah, it had I don't know a, what it's called. Yeah, I don't know what it's I, called I don't either. know what it's called. But a the bumper. inventor of that made a lot of money. Yeah, I, I, wonder. I wonder. I hope he got paid. You know, he might have been like working for a company and he just did it. For the know, Hard Rock a, Company. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Uh-huh. All well, right. Uh, so let's shout out to Ian Wadley. Yeah, yeah Wadley. Ian Wadley. Uh, rest in peace. Yeah, no. no. Uh, I, I have a question for you. What's oh, that? Okay. Now, this is talking about bad habits that you that you keep keep that right you, on your mouth. There. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there you go. So, um, bad habits outside of your house. Uh huh. So this is one of them. This show. I had a <laughs> I had a dear dear friend who unfortunately passed away. He was a bass player in Austin, but the 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 Google the the Google the Google or Earth. Uh-huh. Yeah, thing to where he actually looked at his house and saw himself mowing the yard because the people do that. <laughs> right. So it came to mind that it was like probably bad habits outside of your house. Yeah. Might not be a good idea. Well, like the, you've been filmed. You, you, yeah. you could show up on, on, a, on a Google I mean, thing. mowing, well, that's, this that's is, kind of a hero situation if you're actually mowing the yard. Right, you know? yeah. If you're uh, out there smoking crack out of a can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might not be your finest well, moment. <laughs> the backyard's a little safer. Yeah, or sure. watching, yeah. you know, rapists doing it, you know, having their way with your neighborhood. Oh, well, yeah. you weren't watching. You, no, I wasn't watching. <laughs> you weren't involved in You weren't an accomplice in any I was way. having a camel light, and uh, <laughs> all of a sudden... There's collecting like eight your thoughts. Black, there's eight black and whites on the one side of the street and eight black and whites on the other side of the street. And I'm going, well, welcome back to L.A. Right, right. <laughs> <You know, laughs> Nothing's wait, changed. I was just waiting yeah. for the helicopter, man. Sure, 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 with the, with the spotlight <laughs> yeah. down on here. 
So our guest, so he's, he's, you've already heard his lovely voice. Uh, he's a, he's a, a great guitar player, bass player as well, a singer, songwriter, uh, record producer. He's been doing it for a long time, actually playing professionally since he's nine years old. He's uh, signed to a record deal at the age of 16. Um, he's, he grew up in Austin. Uh, he's now re residing in Memphis. He has a new record coming out and just flew back into the United States from being on tour in, in Europe. So without further ado, Mr. Will Sexton. Welcome, Will. Welcome, Go Will. Google. Or Google. It's Google. <laughs> <laughs> How much tequila have you had tonight, man? So, Will, yeah. so, so you were on, on tour with your lovely wife, Amy LeVere. Uh, Indeed. And where were y'all? Uh, we were actually in, in London. They have the Americana um, UK Fest. Oh, okay. So uh, Amy was doing showcases there. So we were there for a week, and then we kind of, uh, kind of traversed the, the the whole UK. Up we went. Um, we didn't get into. Uh, well, actually, it's not. Uh, uh, didn't get to Ireland. We didn't get to Ireland, but we got to Scotland, Scotland. like very, very far. Yeah. Up north, and and uh, yeah. We terrible weather. Couldn't understand anyone speaking. Uh, <laughs> the accents yeah. can be tough. It yeah, can yeah. be pretty tough sometimes, but. Uh, the weather was was pretty pretty horrid. Yeah, some freezing rain. I've I've experienced freezing yeah. rain there in, in that that part of the world this time of year. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. And you're driving on the wrong side of the road. Was now is Amy? I know Amy does all the driving when you guys uh, travel in the United States, correct? Yes. Was she driving over there in the UK? She was. I was uh, throwing a tantrum <laughs> that uh, at this point to where it's like I'm taking I'm tired of not having any control over this situation you know and I think she would have gladly uh, um, turned it over let, to you. turned it over if she thought that that uh, she and would have she, survived she doesn't think you yeah. can, she can trust you behind the wheel <laughs> yeah. and the rent a car you have a rent a car yes right? and there's steering wheels on the other side oh right? yeah. yeah yeah and the thing that's weird about it too because they they obviously go for the, the you go for the cheapest vehicle which is which is always a standard, which is okay, but it's weird for me because the you got to uh, shift with your with your with left with your hand. left yeah, hand, yeah, and then yeah. your feet are the same. See, right, if it's right. like kind of like that's the thing that messes with 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 my head is uh -huh. that it's like they're different on the floor and it's and it's oh, yeah. no, different I've, on the top. I've, you know, it's I've, like, I've driven a car with the steering wheel on the, on the other side, but never yeah. a standard transmission. That seems like it would be a, yeah. It takes some getting used it's to. It's annoying. Uh, yeah. I, I would probably crash like half a mile <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, half a mile right. or cause an accident sure, at least a half a mile sure. yeah. driving. yeah and i think that uh, uh <laughs> we were in in manchester i i suggest like before whenever i had 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 toured and, and driven in ireland coming straight out of uh, like in dublin is a, is is not a good idea it's like if you can if you can go get into Shannon or someplace like that to where it's like it's an easy mm -hmm. uh, airport so it's like uh -huh. you get out and then you kind of acclimatize to the whole situation and then you're like kind of then you're in the city but like Dublin just being thrown in the middle of, yeah. of hectic it's chaos yeah, yeah it's yeah, pure yeah. chaos and it's it's pretty pretty hard to pull off I'll bet I'll bet well, welcome back to the U.S. You know, Thank it's you. like uh, I well, never things make sense here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? especially in the ring room. I don't know. Yeah. Things really make sense yeah. here. It's nice well, and well. Quiet. The other thing that that that, that came to mind when y'all were talking about the, the the airplanes is we were in in uh, British Airlines, so we're also okay. wondering if they were like if it was like wartime uh, small faces and and the Rolling Stones and stuff. They're kind of 
smaller people. Sure. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, right, right, right. The rations yeah, yeah, for yeah, the, yeah. for the, the yes, you know, yes. and that kind of stuff. <laughs> right. It's like maybe the planes were a little bit more like that. I don't right. know, but it was. Because you're a tall drink of water, Will. I'm kind of tall, and the, uh, and the, 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 the tray table basically is is like almost hitting my ankles. Yeah, you know, it's like it's not <laughs> tiny town. Yeah, and the few times that 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 happen on the flight, because first off, my wife, she immediately goes to the person in front. It's like going, "Hey, look, he's really tall. If you could just think about, you know." Oh, nice. She's and I was just kind of like girl, going, "Ah, yeah. oh, whatever," you know, because I'm just one of those people that will not put my seat back at all. Yeah. Okay. Just, 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 just just the way that I'm, I'm you're overly I'm built, considerate yeah, yeah. Okay. but yeah. see I think you're one of those people who also would just say listen I'm just going to go in the overhead cabinet yeah exactly <laughs> yeah that's true that's true you can that's put your true. luggage in my yeah, seat yeah exactly exactly <laughs> exactly um, upper berth yeah. yeah but then but twice it was it was the actual person who was servicing the the, the, uh, the plane who would then like if it was time to eat or something, like they would yeah. see that it's like it's yeah. it's impossible to eat or any. So, so the lady would then tell the person, "Hey, can you put your seat up so this person can have a meal and right. oh, kind of just think when long. they when they lean back, the tray is the super low. Right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, tray it's just is like you know under your yeah you know, under your rib cage yeah. there and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. So, but also you know I also think I mean I going back to that footage we were talking about right that guy I could tell that guy was tall I could yeah, tell he yeah. was tall. But can you imagine, I haven't seen it much, but um, for these people who are just way too big, fat, I'm talking yeah. fat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yes. you know, and you have to sit next to this person. Oh, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. And it's like, if you're that big, why don't you just buy two seats? You've got to buy two seats. Make yeah. yourself comfortable. Or, you know, fly first class. You know, exactly. make other people comfortable. Because right. as a skinny person, they'll, you know, I'll wind up sitting next to that, that person. And then I can't even, like, sit forward. I have to, like, turn to the side yeah. slightly. Yeah. And then by the end of the flight, your back is killing you because, you know, you've been sitting in this weird angle the whole time. Right. And anyway, enough yeah. of my problems. Well, if you it? think about the, I mean, probably the flights for us were, were you know, close to, four thousand dollars or something like you know what wow, i mean it's right like, right so it's like kind of like i think for us uh first class is not an you know it's yeah. never really an option sure sure, no, sure. You no, know? No, not, no, not for no, transatlantic no. flight no. no well so so getting back to to uh to your your history will so you you uh history of, of uh, history of, of will the, sexton the, yeah, yeah. Tray and, no, no, no. Getting, <laughs> getting, getting, we're, getting, we're getting before we're yes. going to go before that. Yeah. So, so you you uh, you moved to Austin as a young child and and grew up there. Yeah. And uh, and you and your brother Charlie, uh, Charlie Sexton is is, uh, is your older brother, and you guys both started playing guitar very young. And and uh, I guess you, you you studied with W. C. Clark at some point. Was he one of your first teachers? Kind of the the uh, the godfather of Austin blues. I think the first person that that we really played music um, that that kind of created our whole th- dynamic is is Randy Banks. Okay, because Randy Banks was from Lubbock. Um, he's a fantastic musician, writer, and um, and he collected old silver tones. Oh, so okay. they were all around the house, and so. Uh, we were kind of, they kind of would, babe, you know, my mom would run off doing whatever and, and we'd just be around and they'd be playing music all the time. And it slowly turned into one of those things to where he would give us a guitar and then it was like, oh, let's plug the guitar into an amp and, and just kind of like 
take you stepwise through the yeah, process. Yeah, it didn't really of... show us what we were doing, but just kind of like felt the, 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 the vibration of the instrument and kind of heard peop- music kind of around us and uh-huh. stuff. And, uh, so they were your babysitter, pretty much. Yeah, basically. They were yeah, babysitting it was like, you. It was mom a, took off to run errands, and you and your brother. They call, that's what they call them, errands, I think. Yeah, uh-huh. it was like, <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to get into uh, okay. exactly what the uh, errands were. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Well, you know. Yeah, yeah. You but know. it was like... Uh, Say it no was, more, wink, yeah. wink, nudge, yeah, nudge. Yeah. Yeah, it I, was yeah. a very... Uh, um, the time in the 70s, it was super interesting because, because Austin was so small. Yeah, and so it's basically you're in the middle of this this you know uh, cowboy land, mm. and then you have like this this college, and yeah. then you have all these San Francisco hippies that that are all kind of moving there and artists, and and so it wasn't like really and it's a, a state capital, so it's political too. Right? Yeah, 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 and so it uh, it basically was was. Uh, um, it cross-pollinated with all these different artists, so it wasn't like like it would be now, or I guess here, as you musicians kind of all do a bunch of different types of art together and know each other, but it's like uh, some places it's real kind of, you know, divided by, by well, clicks I, and things that people do. To me, do, Austin's but. the only place to go in Texas, if you ask me. I, I don't want to go anywhere else in Texas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I was it, born in San Antonio, so I have yeah. a real... Yeah. I, 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 I do Antonio. like San Antonio. I've only been to San Antonio once. It was like for five hours, so I yeah. really don't know. But uh, Dallas so and Houston, forget about it. You uh, went to, to uh, Six Flags is what you're saying. No, like I, a, I, uh, I found Pee Wee Herman's yeah. bicycle <laughs> oh, yeah, in San Antonio. Exactly. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But, but Austin is the only cool state capital in the whole country. Huh, okay. State capitals, Baton Rouge sucks. Sure, it's, sure. Yeah, oh no, it's awful. Yeah, and I think it, I think it used to be in Lampasas too. I think. Uh huh. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I I don't. I don't remember. But I do remember that that in the offscurrings of of that area, there was the Sulphur Springs and stuff, and that's where yeah. it was highly populated. And San Marcos was was the Native American area, like that kind of stuff. Okay. So Austin didn't have much going on for a, a long period of time, and well, then it's got but a lot this, going on. Now. It had a lot now, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and and starting and you know. Yeah. Well, we uh, went there. We we, we lived there for about eight months after Katrina. My family, we lived there, and uh, we liked it because at that time you couldn't get a decent taco in New Orleans. So yeah. when I was in Austin, yeah. I was like, fuck, I'm in heaven, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excellent Mexican yeah, food there. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so y'all grew up uh, just kind of at, at these guys' knees uh, who were playing in your house. And, and uh, you know, obviously, both of you had an incredible affinity for it because uh, I was reading today that uh, you first played the Continental Club at 9 and 11. You were 9 and Charlie was 11, right? Yeah, yeah or 8 and 10, something like eight that. 8 and like 10. We first started doing that, yeah. <laughs> Holy moly. Yeah, that was with WC. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so basically um, it ended up being like a, a sideshow kind of thing to where we would go to the Soap Creek, the second Soap Creek, uh, and see the, the Thunderbirds, and, and they would have us play, and then, and then um, Stevie Vaughn would have us playing at places like uh, Cheatham Street Warehouse on Tuesdays or this, you know, kind of. We just were, were the, the only kids kind of around at that point, and... Uh, uh, shortly thereafter, like uh, um, Jake Andrews, like there's a certain pocket of people that kind so of. So you, bro- you and your brother have a band. 
Yeah, who's we had, drumming? Who's playing? I well, played bass. Oh, I played bass. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I played bass, and who's the drumming for and you? the drummer was a guy named Richard Elizondo, who had a uh, he had his own uh, kind of uh, West Side slang. Mm-hmm. He's like a uh, he was he came from the whole um, Doug Som gang. Okay, and so he kind of knew all those guys and, and, and played drums. Who's singing for this kid? You know. Uh, Your brother sang. Yeah, Charlie pretty much sang at that point. Well, that's yeah, cool. and then I would sing some songs. Um, yeah. So I when did really you meet remember. Selena? That was a long time. No. <laughs> no, no. No. <laughs> but yeah. you were hanging around my... with Doug Som at that point. I mean, you were. Yeah, you were, you yeah. Were in and with... then, and then, kind of as we started playing around that that time, uh, my mom's uh, boyfriend was Speedy Sparks, who was a bass oh. player. Though. Oh, okay, with yeah. the Texas Tornadoes yeah, Texas and, 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 and all that. So played with Doug before yeah. that, I guess. Yeah. So so he lived at the house, and then Richard Elizondo, the aforementioned uh-huh. uh, drummer. Um, uh, Richard Elizondo, <laughs> and he uh, uh, he lived with us too, and that oh, was okay. one of the great great uh, one of one of my favorite stories about that is is uh, he would go uh, to Charlie and I'd be like, "Hey, little dudes, y'all don't really want to go to school, do you?" <laughs> He's like, "If you give me your your lunch money, I'll get me some happiness," which he called, which was slits. Slits was ah. he called it happiness. And then, okay. and then he'd get some slits, and then we would just play music all, all day. <laughs> hey, little dude. <laughs> so the school never called up? And said, no, I don't think so. I mean, it's, it's weird times. You never I mean, mother wasn't concerned. Yeah. It's like, I don't really understand the, 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 the tight-knit ideals that people are, are kind of like throwing in there and, and, and the school systems and stuff, because I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I moved to New York when I was 16, and I'm like in in clubs. Uh-huh. I'm doing all this. You know, it's just yeah. like it was just a weird thing. It's like I can't uh, I can't envision someone going in and and copping drugs and drinking beer all night in bars in New York when you're 16. That yeah. would never happen now. Right, right, right. Well, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. Well, it, it also, you probably didn't. That to you probably was normal, right? In some ways. Yeah, it was very normal. Yeah, because going to school, working for a paycheck, you know, all that kind of stuff. That was yeah. That wasn't normal for you. Yeah, that was not that. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, both my my brother moved to Austin from uh, staying with my mom, like. I guess when he was like 12 or 13 and then me when I was 14. So we started touring and kind of just doing all that kind of stuff. So, so kind of living as a, as a, 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 a fake adult for yeah. many years. Well, yeah. you know. <laughs> How did which, that feel? I mean, what, 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 I mean, it seemed it's all kind of made sense to me. I mean, uh-huh. it's like the, the time when you're a teenager, you're, you're such a weird... You're an alien anyway. You right. Know? right. So it's like... Uh, a lot of that stuff doesn't really confuse you any more than, than just, you know. But were there any times, you know, you're so young and you're out there gigging and stuff like that. You're di- I mean, there had to be a time where you were like scared. Like, what the fuck is this going on? You know, it, it had to be. There had to be yeah. a couple instances where something happened where you're like, well, fuck. I, I wish I had my mom with me right now. I wish I was huh. home, you know. You know, you're on the road somewhere, and you're yeah, years yeah. I don't old. know. I mean, it's like kind of like at that at that point, there was always management, and there was always okay. people that they could. Okay. And it was like one and of there those was drugs. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, the crazy <laughs> thing, confidence. Yeah, 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 exactly. But the other thing that was really odd when I when I when I think about those those times too is like the radio people and the and the and and the the, the label people and promotional stuff. people. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, they would go and just meet us at the like it happened to everyone at that point in the eighties and the in the big Reagan years and right. everyone's just kind of this debauched moment and stuff. But the difference was is they never really thought that like wow this guy's like 15 16 years right, 17 even right. 18 at that point right. you know what i mean but it's you're 15 like, years old and i'm sure you're getting fucking laid a lot yeah. too right <laughs> uh, you, you gotta be there's gotta be there's gotta be all kinds of uh, yeah of uh, questionable and, behavior and, yeah. and, and uh, you you and your brother are like you know two great guitar players who look like fucking matt Dillon, you know so you guys were were uh, incredibly yeah. good looking young men out there on the scene so you had no trouble like finding a place to stay, basically. Oh, I've you know I don't know. This is like a <laughs> that was like I know such your a wife's long... listening right well, now. Well, no, it's also it's also such a long time ago. That's that's the that's the problem for me. It's like like uh, uh, I've barely remember you know like I'll I'll run into my friends from from. Uh, uh, the, the younger and the small, yeah, no. <laughs> the small, when I was in the in the in the in the lower grades in uh-huh. school and stuff yeah. like that. Remember that? It's just like kind of like, are you kidding me? It's like I can't even remember you. Yeah, you know, I, don't know who you are. I can't remember. I can't yeah. remember this stuff back. Yeah. I, I was writing with Waylon Jennings. That's yeah. what I remember. No, no. Uh, well, the weird thing too is is uh, that's an interesting time about the the seventies is is. Um, my mom was really close to a lot of the the artists that that all lived in in the um, Armadillo World headquarters. Mm-hmm. So Charlie and I were always in the back studios. That's where they they were every day. That was like the hang. Okay. But it was like all you would do for for my brother and I is just to walk through the 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 door and and go to the main area where the stage is and and see everyone you could ever imagine. Yeah. You know. And um, so, the 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 things that 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 shaped us musically in in that aspect, it was it was you know random stuff like seeing the police, you know, like doing something like that. Whereas like the Antones was more of the place that we were kind of cultivated by Clifford Antone and all that stuff, and and the uh, the three major guitar players that 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 I grew up listening to would be Hubert Sumlin and, and uh, um, Eddie Taylor and uh, Luther Tucker and people, you know, it's like okay. these are people that's like, you know, it's mind-blowing that anyone ever got to see them play, and they were playing all the time. Right, you saw like, them all like, the yeah, time. Yeah, I just saw them like yeah, constantly. Yeah. And and even back in the in the early 70s, like like Clifton Chenier and Little Buck and stuff, right. you know, it's like kind of like things like that. It's just like it's... it's, it's Incredible. I mean, that, it's just yeah, like a, the so timing is to, yeah, to, yeah, exactly. to have been exposed to all that. You know, I was, I was, your guitar playing is so interesting to me. It's, it's, it's not like so many guitar players, they have a lot of, uh, you know, Chicago blues um, repertoire and vocabulary. And, and uh, you know, you have a very distinct style. It's not straight out of that. It's, uh, you know, maybe it's, you might be able to, to draw a line to, a person or something, but when I hear it, it just sounds like you. It doesn't. Yeah. It, it yeah. doesn't remind me of. It doesn't sound like BB King. Doesn't sound like you know. Anybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. It's just. Uh, to me, I was always a. Ba- I started out being a bass player, and I and I really didn't care for very many guitar players. 
and I also didn't like the 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 sound of the instrument that much okay. as, as you know wasn't my favorite yeah. tough, you know yeah. so it's like there's just a handful of people and then there's you know I mean it's like probably the guitar player that I heard the most in my life was Albert Collins and it's like okay. you know and I have no idea what he does yeah. I and mean, it's just like, kind of like I just <laughs> right. you know it's right. just like don't even know you know right. how to go about that but right. uh, um yeah, so it's just kind of like, to me, it was just always a, a weird, unorthodox approach that I just kind of uh, drew to, whether it be blues or rockabilly or whatever. Uh-huh. It was like, it's like, it was never like, oh, I'm going to play a lick that Scotty Moore played before. Right, right. Just like, kind of like, I would play something that Scotty Moore would appreciate or, uh-huh. or you, you found your own path. Played. Right, yeah, right, exactly. right, right, right. Well, that's so cool, man. That's, that's, yeah. the, way to, that's the way you develop a, a, you know, a unique voice in, in, in any kind of art. Are you well, trying to to, to to bore Manny? Is that was that? No, 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 no. Actually, I'm I'm, I'm looking at the old clock on the wall and and, and our drinks. Really, we we we, yeah, we use a, a a sort of liquid timer here. You know, gotcha, you can, when yeah. we get to the bottom of the drink, it's time to take a break. And I think we're there now, right, Manny? Yeah, we're all there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so uh, nation, go get yourself a cocktail, and oh. we'll be right back. And we're back, back in the ring room, back with Mr. Manny Chevrolet. I am hey. Renee Coleman, back with our guest, Mr. Will Sexton. Hey. And uh, we, we have a fresh round of cocktails, you know. Yeah. And uh, boy, they're good. They're, they're, they're good. Uh, Will, the your, second yours one's, looks like, you Looks know. like a healthy pour, huh? Yeah, that yeah, yeah, looks yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, that looks like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we know... You know, Manny, we have the cocktail fund uh, on the podcast, and we yeah. actually got another got another uh, contribution to the cocktail fund. So, uh, shout out to Dan Sumner. Thank you for the for the cocktails. And uh, yeah, anybody that wants to support the podcast, it won't just go for cocktails. You know, you get right there in the links or the uh, the uh, Facebook page, and uh, you know. PayPal. You can help me pay my note. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, uh, slash Troublement Podcast is a link right there, and you can uh, you can support the podcast because uh, we do it uh, with advertisement free. So anyway, back to the podcast, yeah. Will. And uh, so so you wind up writing with with all these people. You've done a lot of a lot of songwriting. You know, I guess you when you have a publishing deal, they'll they'll pair you with certain. Uh, yeah. Writers and yeah. they say you know like well the one thing that was weird that I that I noticed was first off is since I I started like the very first tour I ever went on was in Canada and and so I'm 14 14 maybe 15 playing in in uh, topless bars okay <laughs> and, you're uh, topless yeah no. yeah not topless bars uh, but like yeah no, um, but you were topless no I was, no. was a topless and okay. uh, and and so it was that whole kind of thing to where it was like a lot of uh, um, a lot of ZZ Top was being played because uh-huh, sure. we had because I was writing songs at that point and the and the and the band kind of had its own you know repertoire to to, to get through. Uh-huh. But when you're put in a situation to where it's like people are watching boobs, yeah, and then. They stop and and go. Now to stage two is, that, you know, yeah. and so then you're sitting there and they're like going, "What is? What are you doing? <laughs> we we were just doing this, and so it's just kind of like, tush. It's like, okay, it's like we'll play anything you want, you know, right, right, that you want want us to play. So we kind of kind of did that. Were you behind like a chicken? wire thing no 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 it was just it was just a very sad uh, so uh dirty, it was so just a very sad man, loungy you know dirty old man young yeah yeah horny guys yeah watching boobs yeah and and, and they would put us up in 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 
in a hotel that's part adjacent to the uh, uh, to the club to the clubs oh, with yeah, broken yeah, yeah. windows and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's and like you kind of first walking the hall. Yeah, you yeah, first yeah, yeah. kind of start um, learning how to fall asleep leaning against the wall, and then <laughs> against the and door. Then, yeah, and then like and then you know after after a, a day or two, then you're just kind of you know comfortable and just kind of sure. Yeah, yeah. then you know everybody. You know all the you feel you have yeah, you yeah, have yeah. cultivated your own skin, as right. they say. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyway, so. Um, after touring for such a long period of time that, that I, my son was born when I was uh, in my early 20s. Okay. And I had been touring so much that I was just sick of it. So I just quit. It just wasn't something that I enjoyed doing. Okay. So I just got a job uh, writing songs. So I got a staff writing job. That was in, so- in where? What town? In, in Austin? It was in Austin okay. at the time, yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, my, my company was in California. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I've worked a lot there in Nashville, um, but for the most part, I you know, and I also told my kids' mom at the time, it was like, look, we can look at this in two different ways. I could be gone all the time working this stuff, or or we'll get a lot more accomplished. But with the new kid, I can I can work out of out of the house, and I can watch him, and we can we can and you watch have your child thing. grow up, yeah, and do yeah, all that yeah, stuff, yeah, and then yeah, and then we'll go do you know yeah, it's yeah. like which I I got a lot done, and there was a lot of songs written, but obviously there's 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 you could actually do it all day long every day, yeah, or you could kind of have a reasonable time to 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 spread it out. But the thing that was that was that was uh, depressing to me. Um, at the time that I figured that I could work with more people if I was a professional songwriter, if I got this job, uh-huh. but still people were, were, were collaborating more with, with uh, other artists. It was like if you're if you're an artist, then you kind of have a higher profile. So okay. then you're kind of you, you know right because people think well, there's an outlet for this. this yeah, stuff, yeah. So just gonna, and they're going to get of, a cut, which is everybody's looking to get a cut, right? You know, get a yeah, get a song or, or, or they're just just people are more aware of you just because because um, more visible. Yeah, they're more visible. Right, right, right. Because um, they're playing more. You know, yeah, playing, yeah. Because they're 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 making their own records and right. and so on and so forth. But what ends up happening is uh um in that at one point it was it was it was great because because there was some older people and one of them was was uh Stephen Stills and one was Waylon Jennings and it nice. happened within a month and they were like we want a, a young artist to do do something and let me look at the catalog who are the writers and they kind of saw who was out there and they they both chose to to collaborate with me so it was a, oh, it was a nice Nice. Uh, and what was your timing. brother doing at the time? He he's had his own he, band. He was out there. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he he had a, a a new record. I worked with him on his record as as well at that time. Um, and what time? Because we were both 80s, on. We, this the eighties. This was like the nineties, okay, eighties, something. Yeah, okay, something, okay. something like that. Yeah, because okay. I was I was born in seventy, so it's like when I. Uh, Started doing the other thing. It was in in the in the nineties, early nineties. Sure, yeah, sure. yeah, early nineties. So I, I did uh, uh, three records, and then and then uh, in the early nineties, I kind of quit uh-huh. making records and touring. Now, now the on your new record, which which is a terrific record, which yeah. I played on. <laughs> I'm very excited about this record coming out uh, next month. 
Um, uh, yes. Don't Walk the Darkness. Uh, it's your first solo record in, in a, a number of years. Yeah, yeah. And we, we made it in a few days up in Memphis. Yeah. Totally great. When I looked at the timing, you know, we actually um, tracked the, the 10 songs in 10 hours. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those things where we worked really hard the first day. We thought, well... Um, you know, I remember at the end of that day, it seemed so we'd record so much stuff. We started yeah. listening back, and we didn't even really quite remember what the first song sounded like. Yeah, by the yeah. time we started listening back, but we were pleasantly surprised. Like, oh wow, that sounds really good. Yeah, I sabotaged myself because the second day, I was so hung. I was already celebrating oh. the fact. It's like, <laughs> oh, we, you know, it's like, in the, in the words of uh, Mike Tyson, right? Everyone has a plan to get punched in the face. Right, That's what exactly. happened. Just like kind of like, you get knocked this out. Is, yeah. yeah, this is easy. Yeah. Yeah. You got this. Then it's yeah. just kind of like, boy, it's not as easy when you kind of have a headache. But it's like, <laughs> but no, it, 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 it went really well. And um, and one of the songs we did was was a whaling a song that you wrote with Whalen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is it from that time period? That that, that was that time. That was the only time I ever collaborated with him, and it was a it was a it was a a, a tricky one because um, he he wasn't he, he was doing okay, but it was like he wasn't uh, uh, working a lot. Uh-huh. So it was like get there at eight in the morning and then and then and then have work in the morning and then we'll have lunch and then and then that's kind of all he's got has has has, right it's like kind of keeping everything together to make it flow um i started working on some 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 bare bone ideas and uh and then i got kind of nervous and then and then uh i couldn't sleep so i was like oh i was in nashville it's like well i'll go over on on uh broad and see what's going on it's like oh my friends are playing the the georgia satellites are playing uh-huh. so then i go over there of course and start drinking some whiskey with <laughs> it's like and then start Wayland hanging out there's up, the right? whole thing and it's just like kind of like going oh well i have something i'm supposed to do really early in the Four morning so it's like sorry guys but it's like <laughs> I, I stayed up later than i probably needed to and um and then told uh uh, uh, inappropriate story about uh, how much I loved Rand- Randy Newman about uh, um, short was, people. <laughs> not short people. <laughs> Told well, it to Whalen. Uh, well, here's the thing. I've actually have never. I've, uh, I never try to tell the world this story. Okay. But but a soft yes, a soft story is so. Um, Afterwards, when we're working on the song, and I'm just just amazed. Like I, he was, I was just asking him about Sonny Curtis and and uh, and Buddy Holly and mm-hmm. and uh, um, Roy Orbison, right? Because it's fascinating to me. And, and he's like, he was telling me the story, you know, because I love Roy Orbison, and he was like, I was like, boy, he he was not a great singer when he was young, huh? And they all did the uh, um, the uh, school talent shows. To all their different high schools, like okay. they would they would compete against each other doing their thing, or oh, all you know, right. as far as I remember the story uh-huh. going, and uh, and anyway, so he's telling me this these these great stories, and we're having a ball, and it's like the song, he's he's enjoying the song, he's like, oh, this reminds me of my 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 wife Jessie, she she I think she'll really love this song, and nice, and uh, so then we go and we're having lunch, and then and then she's cooking putting together lunch and we're talking and he's Jesse like Jesse Colt is cooking for yeah, you yeah <laughs> he's like uh, they're just they're just so amazing they're people yeah. it's just mind blowing 
And uh, and he asked me, he was like, "Oh, and this is a, you have an interesting lyrical take on 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 things. Like, who are your some of your favorite writers?" And I was like, "You know, I love Randy Newman. I love Randy Newman." And uh, uh, kind of in that phase, right at that point, to where it just you know really into it. And he's like, "Oh, I I I love that song," uh, which basically was was. Uh, 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 wedding in Cherokee County okay. the one about uh, I will carry you through the threshold I will make dim lights I will try to spin my love inside you but with all my might she will laugh at my mighty sword why is she laughing at my mighty sword why does everyone laugh at my mighty sword right <laughs> so so he's telling me the story and I'm like going oh yeah that's that's uh, uh, um, wedding in Ch- uh, Cherokee County and so on and so forth and he's like well what are what's one of your favorite songs? And I was like, I really love the song that starts off with, um, uh, they say that money can't buy you love in the world, but it'll get you half a pound of cocaine, half a pound of cocaine and a 16-year-old girl uh-huh. in, a, in a long black limousine on a hot September night. Well, it may not be love, but it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. And the tone... Wayland's tone just went down. And je- it was like the whole thing just went like... Because uh, uh, <laughs> that was too risque? Or it was, that was, uh, well, the thing is, this is like with Waylon Jennings, it's like... You think it's cool. He was an outlaw. He had like right. all these things. Like sure, to me, yeah. that's a funny song. Right. right. Randy he, Newman never did that. Right. Anything right. that resembled any it, of those. Yeah. 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 Uh, but he's writing so it's about like, it. Yeah. So it's like it kind of threw too much darkness and, and past... Wow. Reflections wow. that was just like kind of like, and, <laughs> it was a and too I'm just close saying, to the yeah, bone. It's like to me, I think that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, you right. know. So you, it's, little, it's, it's too close to the truth for well. You had no dessert. I, I, I don't want to say that he sure, was sure, that sure, he lived yeah. that particular no, right, thing, right, right, but, it, but, uh, but it's something it that struck uh, a nerve. Yeah, struck a nerve. Yes. <laughs> that's funny. Well, it's, it's one of those moments where, as a comedian, like I've done stand up over the years, where you say, "Is this mic on? Yeah, yeah. Is this mic on? When you say something where you can't take, yeah, yeah, you can't take it back and that's the only way you can get out of it. Right, right. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, right. Yes. Yeah, try to break the tension. Which is, yeah. which is another uh, thing that I love uh, uh, prefacing of, an example of, of, uh, of touring and being a musician is that um, Albert Brooks. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm not Albert, like, am Albert I, Brooks, yeah, the comedians. Yeah, made movies, yeah. From the, that had the, he had the, 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 the movie where he goes to India, I believe it is. And he's, uh. India? Huh. Well, I know the one where it's uh, defending your life. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where yeah. Said, okay, well, I'm talking about the right person. Died. This yeah, is yeah, interesting yeah. because his brother is, is uh, Super, Super Dave, Dave yeah, right? Who just and away. his name yeah, is yeah. actually Albert Einstein. Right, yeah. And yeah, person, yes. right. So I'm talking about the right yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, well, anyway, the thing that, that, that I love about this particular movie is he goes and he's a comedian, and I believe he's in India. Okay. This has been a long time ago, and many things have happened in my head since then. Right. But... Uh, um, at some point, it's just terrible. No one's, you know. So finally, he's in a different country. So it's just kind of like, uh, excuse me, can y'all raise your hand if you can understand what I'm saying? And everyone's just like. <laughs> hands are up. Yeah, yeah. Giant auditorium with hands right up. It's just kind of like, oh. Okay, got oh, a room here. Yeah, this is what we're dealing yeah, with now. Exactly. Yeah, so Excellent. I kind of I pulled that one. Right on, right on. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, so, so, you know, you've, you've, 
you, you've been around so many great artists and, and are such a great artist yourself, of course. You, you, you know, so there's no, no great shock that you were there. But, uh, but Rocky Erickson, you know, you, you, now you, you did some work with him. Did you produce a record on Rocky? No. Okay. The, um, the, uh, uh, I played guitar with him. The, uh, he was playing at Raul's with the explosives, I believe, was the situation when we first kind of met him. And again, through Speedy Sparks, he would come over to the house. One of the, the Rocky the, Wood. Yeah, one of wow. the one of the memories that 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 Charlie and I remember is we thought the house was on fire, <laughs> and if smoke was coming in, and we lived upstairs, and he just sat in there with some sort of a weird, odd graphic novel or something that he was. I don't I don't even remember what he was doing uh-huh. there, but it was like he had smoked like two cartons of cigarettes, and it just. It, it just filled the whole the place room. up. Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> and and so when they were started started doing some some shows, there was one that we were going to do with the uh, with the uh, the butthole surfers and nice. Rocky, and and somehow it turned into an idea that I was going to go and and help him. Because this is years later, and he actually lived in the house with Speedy again. Okay. And it was like, well, you helped him get ready to do the show. Yeah. And so it was one of those things to where it's like I went over and I would play a song for him, and he's just like, kind of like, uh, for Rocky, what is that? Uh-huh. You know, he's like, he's like, it's like, well, that's your song, and it was, it did, it was, yeah. it was a tough yeah. one. Yeah. It was a tough one, and then went in there, and it was like. He uh, um, was complaining that the, the the heater wasn't working on the amp, that it was too cold, and it was like, <laughs> it was, you know, and I'm 15 or whatever right, it is. Right, but I'm right. dealing with the rehearsals were always just kind of amazing, and I and I think that uh, uh, just are an amazing experience, um, regardless. Sure. And um, formative. And so, the Austin Music. Uh, Awards. Uh-huh. I did two of those uh, shows where I would go early and spend days with him and getting him prepared to kind of get the right, thing, right, tell right, him right. what he's going to be waiting for. And and the fact that I think from the early days with Charlie, um, he trusted us. He's known us since we were little kids. Sure. So it's always, a, it's a strange thing, a dynamic, especially in the 70s when everything was so loosey-goosey and strange and, and sorted in and, uh-huh. and so many ways right. that, like, you can trust on the, on, on the children that were around, you know? Sure, yeah, yeah, their innocence. Yeah, yeah, they were innocence and they were sober. Right, you know? <laughs> the only sober ones. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, let me ask you, did you ever meet um, Bill Hicks, the comedian? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you must have a good Bill Hicks story. Well, I have one really good Bill Hicks story is that in uh, uh, Arizona Bay... Um, I'm in his joke in the, on that record. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like he talks about uh, Koresh and Waco, uh-huh. and he says, oh, there's somebody with, with, with mild talent, you know, trying to sleep with every woman in the, you know. And he says, you're with, with, the, with the Jesus complex. It's like, that's just like Will Sexton, right? And he's got a place right down in the... In a... <laughs> because I just saw a documentary last night yeah. about Koresh. It was mm-hmm. a four-part series on Amazon, uh-huh. Netflix, uh, and it was brilliant. But I also, I'm a huge Bill Hicks fan. Loved him all my life. Um, and he was there 
at the compound. Will what he was dying. Yeah. One of the last things he wanted to do was go because really? he thought the government was wrong doing what they were doing. Well, yeah, they yeah. were. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So he went there to try to just see and focus and get material, I guess, because he thought he was going to live a little longer, or whatever. On hallucinogenics, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he had that great joke. Uh, I'm on acid, and the door is ajar. <laughs> I just, was, I just was talking about him when I was playing cards earlier. I said the same one. <laughs> really? The door's ajar. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're an LSD. No, so, I mean, that's so too you, weird. You, I just I, literally said that two oh, really? hours ago. Oh, so you goals. got to meet this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, again, at Steamboat, where he would come in there, the uh, and and uh, and Sam Kinison. It was a weird. That was a oh, wow. really, really, really um, strange night because uh, my my buddy Stephen Doster and uh, um, David Cotton. Stephen's a musician. Similar to to my situation too. He's he's ten years older than I, but it was like one of those kind of things to where everything it kind of you somehow stepped in 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 a story or, or fifty at that yeah, time. Right, you know? right, right, right. And um and he was really close um with with Bill and uh, Kennison. At that time, I was very 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 young. So I he came over. We were hanging out at Steamboat. He's like invited us to come over to the show. So we go to the show. Um, he and this was the the uh, uh, this was a, a family comedy place on Sixth Street in okay. Austin. So it was like it was not a fringe. Yeah, it's like right, this was right. like one of those really kind of straight laced, right? Kind of kind of joints for Buddy Hackett. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so he goes in. Doesn't even tell a joke, and he goes, "Oh, I got a got a uh, a f- friend that's back here. He's going to come talk to y'all for a minute." And he just left, and then Kennison took over the show uh-huh. and just went in. <laughs> Nobody had ever seen Kennison. Nobody was ready for him. I, I mean, he was more famous, oh, a lot okay. more famous than oh, okay. Bill at that oh, point. Oh, right, okay. well, Kennison right, right. was a preacher. Yeah, he was a, while, a preacher, yeah. but he still had had kind of. I mean, he was right at the point to where he was doing the 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 big. Rock, you know oh, what I mean? Okay. It's like he was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was still going, going out with the Billy yeah, he Idol still, band. Yeah, 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 he, yeah. he was a mentor of, of, of Bill's. Okay. And Bill still was very, very young at okay. the time. But Bill he still started. started when he was like 16 yeah, or something. Exactly. He was going right. to do exactly. Up in Dallas. Yeah. And, so he starts doing the thing. He tells uh, one joke that I remember that was like a. Uh, uh, I don't need to talk about his, his joke. But anyway, he basically just started. Um, harassing the crowd and finding one person saying that they didn't know how to please a woman and went on and on until it like I mean literally cheers were being it was like it was a riot like within 20 I mean I just went from the steamboat to go see the show because I just met these guys and Uh, it kind of been around and uh, and then that happened and then later they all went out and Sam Kinison had the first kind of rock star thing that I ever ever envisioned in my life and and Doster was telling me about was whenever he uh, uh, they ran out of booze so he would order a uh, a limo with a full bar yeah. and oh, just and go just downstairs and just graze the bar and go back up to the <laughs> never to the ride party. the limo yeah. never yeah. ride the limo yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah just like kind of like Genius. wow <laughs> I mean it's kind of an expensive yeah, that's, maneuver that sounds very yeah. expensive <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah but anyway um uh 
But yeah, Bill Hicks is one of my my very very yeah. favorite. Yeah, so favorites. cool, man. Yeah, good call, Manny. Yeah, no, yeah, I, no. Uh, Bill Hicks. Uh, you talk uh, Austin, Texas. You talk Texas. You talk Bill Hicks. Right, and, right. And Sam Kennison. You know the last words Sam Kennison said before he died in that car crash? Tell us. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I was feeling it was going to be something, something cruel. Like that, right? <laughs> it's a tribute. It's yeah, a tribute. it's a tribute because he was a screamer. Yeah, you know? he was a screamer. Yeah, he was uh-huh. a screamer. And, I, yeah, and it, it did catch me off guard, man. So <laughs> that's going to work on the podcast. <laughs> but it's like also that. it's 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 incredible. Some of the of the the, the little voices and some of the the cadence that oh, yeah. that Bill had with 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 Kennison was was I mean very. Highly influenced, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Even well, to the point now where Bill's thing, it's like I've, I've so many young comedians. It's just kind of like, oh, they're doing the, doing the Hicks thing. Right, right, right. Well, no, there's also like um, Letterman before he called it quits. Yeah. He a year before he called he it apologized. Quit, he about, apologized yeah. for not having Bill because he thought Bill's routine was a little not right for that time yeah and he had his mom on the show yeah you remember that yeah really yeah yeah he had you can yeah. youtube it okay. um uh he, he he brought his mom from texas and said i apologize for not having bill do this because at that time but i was totally wrong and he had had him on before yeah but and this was bill's he was dying too at that yeah, time he yeah, was very yeah, ill yeah and um uh he went up there and his routine i thought was very Funny, it wasn't that smart. Po- it it's was not smart. nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was also sorry. Letterman just didn't think it was right for that night. Yeah, apparently. Huh. Maybe but it was, was also very interesting because because um, Bill was like huge in England. Right. Yes. yes. It's like yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the one of those kind of things, yeah. and it was just like kind of like there was something that 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 uh, certain people weren't ready for but it's like Americans yeah 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 or just the way that the that the the censoring was yes. you know it's like kind of too like honest you know, yeah because it it's like the honest. weird thing in the in the whole the whole um British thing to where it was like it's like uh what is there's a certain eight o'clock at night like what time is it that all of a sudden you can you can oh, uh, yeah, expose yeah, yourself yeah. or start right 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 start yeah, well uh, have, have cursing top, and stuff girls yeah, yeah. for years they only, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. they only had four exactly. channels yeah exactly they only had four channels yeah well well, uh, well another thing i discovered about you today in my research is that you worked with the great johnny thunders oh yeah yeah well, you know, Johnny Thunders died in New Orleans, you know. Yeah, I like, know I, that. I, I, I know that. You know, uh, I, I, yeah. I, at one time I thought about printing a, uh, a, a, a T-shirt that said, uh, New Orleans kills rock stars. Yeah. And I thought, no, what would be what better is uh, Carlo Nuzio kills rock stars. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but anyway, he was not involved. As far as I know, he was not involved oh. in, in Johnny yeah. Thunders. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but he did a pretty good job himself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. Thank yeah. you, man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, uh, I'm, 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 I'm working my way up. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so so Johnny Thunders, tell us about that because we all love Johnny Thunders. We're all huge yeah. New York New York Dolls fans. Yeah. You know, we're Johnny Thunders so alone. I love that. It's one of my my. Uh, I almost said my daughter. I mean my my wife's favorite records. Yeah. Uh, my daughter likes it too. But anyway, so uh, so tell us about Johnny Thunders. Well, Johnny Thunder. Well, when I moved to New York when I was a teenager, that was I was kind of in that that area, and uh, of of. Uh, Alphabet putting City. shows together, oh, okay. you know. Well, but oh, yeah. I, just, yeah, I, I lived, I lived in 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 the uh, Lower East Village, and it was like, uh, shocking. It was cheap, and it was just sure. like it was, 
you know, it's just yeah, yeah. Uh, um, just kind of around the time. Right. Knew a bunch of different people, and I knew a lot. I knew Steve Bader's. Oh, cool. And and Steve Jones. Nice. And, I love and those Steve guys Jones. from from whenever I first started going and playing in. Uh, um, Los Angeles uh-huh. and my brother was there he moved there so he had a bunch of friends and like we kind of had this thing so I had a, a, a I had a, a show that I would help uh, put together at the limelight on Sunday Sunday church so I would have different people come and and uh, I had Steve Jones come and and uh, had my brother come and um, had the Zappa family come one oh, time cool. and um what club is this at again? The Limelight. Okay. Yeah. Right. And uh, so anyway, I just got to know um, Thunders. And it's weird because uh, Alejandro uh, and John D and those, the, the True Believers, we did a show at the Continental Club that was my, my first band, The Kill. It was The Kill, The True Believers, and Johnny Thunders. So that's whenever I first met him oh, back cool. at that time. And uh, and he kept uh, referring to, and at that point, you know, I was 15 years old or whatever right. it is. He's like, "Where's he?" He's like, uh, "Where's Killjoy? <laughs> Get Killjoy over here!" <laughs> and uh, and anyway, so um, so becoming friends with him in New York and the whole thing, it was really weird because he was such a gentleman yeah. and. Uh, um, and played that kind of punk card around the city, and it was like kind of like I was also amazed that he knew everything. He was like, "Oh, remember the time when you played at the Continental Club and we went over here?" You know, it's like, "Oh, you remember that?" You see, it's like he's a stone cold junkie and, and yeah, totally out of yeah, it. No, yeah, no, he's, yeah. He's, no, he knew everything, yeah, yeah. and even to the point to where I would just just kind of jive him, like, "Like, how in the hell do you look so good?" Is this like kind of like he gets up in the morning, puts on his suit, slicks, you know, yeah. and kind of does his thing, but it's just like <laughs> right. he's ready, you know, right, right, and professional. Uh, and so when I did the 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 Steve. Jones uh, gig. It was um, at the Rock and Roll Church at the at the Limelight, and it was going to be sponsored by um, Harley Davidson. Okay. So we knew all the Hell's Angels would be there, right? And it was like, and uh, um, and I tried to encourage uh, Steve Jones not to get on his his diatribe of of anti drug, you know, drink uh. like that kind of. It was just like kind of like. You really feel that, but it's yeah. like let's don't do that, you know. Sure, sure. So sure, he's, he has he has a, he has a song called "Drugs Suck," and he starts going on and on, and the Hell's Angels start just throwing bot, you know. <laughs> and so I had my brother, I had my brother there with with me, um, and and so Johnny was there, and he and Steve Jones did not need to be mingling with each you know because sure. he's sober he's <laughs> fucked up it's like kind of like okay um so charlie was like kind of like take care of thunder you just oh, yeah, so okay. he kind of yeah, did yeah, that yeah. whole okay, kind of right, thing right. and so clem burke was there too so it's nice. like charlie and 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 johnny and and clem played that night and and uh um see the whole it was just a super super great Sounds night great, and, and 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 Heaven. uh uh Iggy Pop was there, and, and Paul Guristo was playing drums, so he then got the, the, the gig with, with him, and Andy McCoy was there playing guitar with him. It was like kind of a, it was a, cool. it was a fun, fun, fun night. 
But anyway, we became friends. He um, was going to do a show in, uh, in Los Angeles, so I went and played with him nice. and did that. Um, and he just, he just lo- he loved my brother. Yeah. It was just like kind of like after that, that hang, too, it was like yeah. they went and had breakfast together, and it was like kind of... So he didn't spend as much time with him because he, he lived in Los Angeles, so I haven't lived in New York, but the time hanging out with with uh, um, Johnny was more f- frequent for me because it's in the neighborhood. Kind right, of. right. And, uh, um, but again, it was one of those kind of things to where when it comes down to it, they, more, they were more uh, uh, interested in, in Hubert Sumlin yeah. than they are, you know, some kid who wants to be a, the, the new punk rock guitar player in New York. You know sure, what I mean? It's sure, like, yeah, kind of yeah. Like, yeah it's like, everybody's looking back to the, to yeah, the foundations yeah. and of that, this. And yeah, like yeah. some people was just talking about Thunders not that long ago, and it's like kind of like he really wasn't a, a punk rock person. You know, it's like he, he ended up being this character and stuff, but like his he music. He loved doo-wop, yeah. Yes, yeah. You know, yes. Yeah, yeah, he, and yeah. we had a place um, that we hung out, this this loft that we hung out with a bunch of times, and, and so he would always go... Uh, Sky or Turo's place where we would go and all play music and 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 you know he primarily would just not want to play with the band he wanted to to play acoustic guitar and sing his song you know yeah as uh, um yeah he was a he was a soulful was soulful a soulful yeah. so so sweet such a sweet yeah. boy you know that's that's the the thing that that's that's why girls love Johnny Thunders you know it's yeah. not for the the, <laughs> the cock rockism or anything yeah. it's like it's that that gentle soul that's that's there yeah. you know so evident but you know just slightly under the surface you know yeah it was funny because talking about uh, talking going back to to Hubert Sumlin because I'll bring him up all day long sure, every yeah, day go ahead, yeah. but it was like we have a there's there's one youtube thing that you can kind of look into with uh um we back charlie and i and and the kill backed uh ron wood up on this this thing nice. it's all comes back around to the dal to the uh hard rock cafe uh-huh. in dallas <laughs> yeah, yeah. and uh and so we're doing the whole thing so i had just gotten my first record you know yeah. so i had like a uh the press tech. so we're in there we're listening sure. to the record we're doing the whole thing and I had just bought this cowboy hat that was just like it's called my my uh, stony cowboy hat you know it's like okay. this beautiful black hat and I was wearing a Hubert Sumlin Antone shirt and I was uh-huh. doing the whole thing so we're, we're can't can imagine just how wrong everything was going and going and going in the night just we're <laughs> we're just having a ball just just pure laughter and 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 buffoonery and uh, um, and then you wake up the next morning, and I'm just like, feel like I got hit by a bus. <laughs> sure. I just like, where am I? What am I? You know. Yeah. And so I like go in and uh, um, jump in the elevator, just completely bedraggled, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, in the uh, lift oh. is is uh, Ron Wood. Wow. And he's wearing my cowboy hat and the Hubert because <laughs> 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 I'd obviously Change done some, with Ron Wood. No, I obviously had had done some sort of mind altered, you know, whatever you know the ones that make <laughs> yes, you give your yes, stuff yes, to right, people. Right. Just kind of like yeah. <laughs> you have to have. Oh, you, know, you love this. You have this, you know. And it was just like one of those 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 
moments it's like, you yeah, gotta exactly. Have oh, you got to have a yeah. human. So you, there's yeah. a hat. Yeah. Like free. And he's like, got this thing on, and I'm, I'm like going. That's you don't remember hat. it at yeah. all. <laughs> I'm just like, that's, this, this gentleman is, is a Wearing. lot stronger, and yeah. uh, he's yeah. been doing this a lot longer. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, I think we should sign off. It's getting yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You've been a fabulous guest. I know, I know. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. Uh, Will's this, one of those guys we could talk to for three more hours, yeah, you know? Exactly. If they, wouldn't, if they yeah. weren't kicking us out, we wouldn't yeah. have you on for another show. We would just yeah. keep this one well, going on. Well, for the only thing hours. I wanted to say about the, 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 the hard rock is, is when, when, when I went to the, to the, the Circle Bar and went and saw you all play, um, the iguanas. The yes. iguanas, yes. Um, Doug was like, everyone else was like, avoid this, this traffic thing. He's like, oh, if you want to eat, you should go to this de- deli to go do this thing, which was right across the street from there. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of like, yeah. hmm. Yeah. 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 But it was late and it wasn't bad. You know, the traffic wasn't bad and stuff. Yeah, but it was no, like, the traffic- most people were like going, don't go to that area. Right, right. You know? Well, yeah. car traffic. He was like, going to be go bad. right there. Go right there. You'll be <laughs> foot traffic. <laughs> yeah. probably you can't. Be that bad. It, and it kind of forces you there too because you can't go any other way. You know, it's yeah, like yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. Just, yeah. Just to that particular. Well, they're going to open it soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, we talked about this last yeah. episode that, that the, the rates are going to be very low. It's yeah. going to be very yeah. affordable accommodations there at the at the Hard Rock. You know, but well, you can only get. I don't know if you know that. Before we sign off, you talk about Ron Wood. My ba- I had a band for a while. We were pretty successful for a few years. We never, re- we released one song on our movie soundtrack. We never got signed to a deal. But I played Woody's in New York, Ron Woods Club. Uh huh. I played there, and um, we made a joke about Ron Wood, and we never played there again. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he still owes yeah. you money. I hear you. But it's also one of those strange things. It's like when you think of those different moments and those exchanges they are to me they're like chapters to where you're actually in a film with these people right yes and it's just like kind of like so sometimes some of them you get to see again all the time sometimes you see very infrequent you know right and it's like you were in that that movie you were in that that one movie now it's like other people are doing other things doing yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy, man. Well, you know, look what back it, on a life like yours, you know, there's so many different chapters to it, and it's fascinating. You know, it is like an epic, and and it's it's just beginning because uh, you have this great record coming out. I'm very excited. Hopefully, we're going to go out to, and do a bunch of dates together. Yeah, we are. And uh, so, uh, on that note, we'll uh, you know we'll on the Trouble Minute podcast, we always like to say uh, uh, have uh, a sticker, have a sticker. Yes, yeah. Uh, the uh, it's, it's the 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 I often forget the uh, presentation of the Trouble Minute podcast stickers, but there's one for you and one for your lovely wife, the great artist Beautiful. Amy Levere. Um, and uh, and well, we uh, need to have think, her on the show. Yeah, do you I've think the three of us should actually? Um, Make go out. get a guitar and and, oh. and shall we go put it in the in the Hard Rock Cafe Hotel tonight? <laughs> sure, sure. Like yeah, I, thinking, I think we should. Yeah. <laughs> sure, man. <laughs> yeah. Listen, could be a move. I've yeah. got a, I, I don't I have, have one. Do you have one I could borrow? Just no, we could, How about we just take my car and drive? Up. <laughs> just drive, <laughs> drive through straight it. in. <laughs> just drive straight into it. Because I hate have, my do they car. Have, okay. Do they have cheap? Guitars and pawn shops here. The few that I've gone to, the pawn shops are kind of expensive. He's a musician. Uh, You know, we have a broken guitar that that I'm still saving in my garage from when Manny and I made the Manny's movie, and we were going to destroy it, but we couldn't 
I couldn't bring myself huh. to write a scene where we would destroy this guitar, so we actually still have it in my garage, and we could uh, donate it to the Hard Rock uh, Hotel. But do they it's, deserve? It's a, do they deserve a guitar? Should it be like a sock, or you know what I mean? It's like so a dirty I mean, for sock. memorabilia. Sure, sure. It's like it's not about Will just Sexton's an instrument. Dirty sock, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your underwear, your sock. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, yeah, we do it. Sure. Right, right. I like this. I like this. This this line. I like where this is going. Yeah. 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 Anyway, did you, did you need to clip your toenails? Uh, I did that last night. Okay. okay. That I was... did that last night. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, you have listened it, to the podcast before, haven't you? And I, uh, it always ends up screaming. I, I, there's a lot of screaming going on. You clip them too close. <laughs> no, no. It's just that I have such a bad lower back. Yeah, just bending over that bending far. Bending over is, that is far right, 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 is right, right. a lot of work for yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe and, a pedicure uh, might be in your future. Well, no. Okay. It is, you don't want it is in my future. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. A pedicure, well, a manicure. A cure, yes, and, um, and a cure in general. Yeah, cure in general for yeah, me. Uh, yes, panacea, in my future. Cure for what ails you. Yeah. Um, so, well, you know, in the Troubleman podcast, in the Troubled Nation, we like to say, uh, uh, "Trouble never ends, but the struggle continues." Thank the you. Struggle Will. continues. Good night. But I was in Australia, and the Australians had a big contingency at the Branch Davidian compound, and I'm from Texas, so they were very curious. They were asking me all about it, you know. Oh, this guy's so weird, isn't he? This guy, Koresh, is so weird. And I was thinking, well, wait a minute. Frustrated rock musician with a messianic complex, armed to the teeth, and trying to fuck everything that moves. I don't know how to tell you this. Sounds like every one of my friends in Austin. I don't know if this is gonna be an isolated incident. Waiting for Will Sexton to build a compound somewhere. shown but I was not impressed came into it as an accident now I'm hiding from a curious past same way I fell on my ass temptations call it's home to me temptations trying me to follow it temptations call oh it's always trying to grab me and trip me up and fall again was raised as a troubled child I wasn't savage except for inside And if I try to make a simple life Would surely be the first time Temptations call, it's hard to me Temptation, it's taunting me to follow it Temptations call, no It's always trying to grab me and trip me up Try to grab